go. Back, man to man. Part two with these questions from all uh, the social medias, the Twitter, the Instagrams. Loving these questions. Uh, some good ones. We're going to be doing this every week. So uh, keep them coming. Uh, my first one is actually uh, from one of my boys, one of your uh, former teammates. Twan. Who was that? D Reed. D Reed. D Reed. Yeah, in the DMs, man. He said, uh, what's good, bro? Hey, there's a DB that's almost become a forgotten name, but he's one of the best in his era. What made Asante Samuel so great, and how come he doesn't get the proper respect he deserves? Mm. Um, and I know you, so you probably had some classic games um, against Asante. You know, obviously not playing against him, but seeing them firsthand. Yeah. I let you uh, jump to that question first, man. Um, and I, you, you can't say it was a scheme because I would say when he was playing um, in New England, because there's been people that's been corners that played in that scheme and hasn't done the things that he's done. Yeah. But his instincts, um, the way he was able to get his hands on the ball, uh, game changer, playmaker, um, was something special. It was something yeah. special. You know, I, you would say before him, you know, you had Ty Law. Yeah. Um, Ty Law was doing those things. Then Asante came through and was doing the same things where get off about – 10 yards, you didn't know if they were in cover two, cover four, mm-hmm. what type of covers they were playing. And at like, like clockwork, you know, plant break, boom, pick yeah. six. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it continued. He went to Philly, went to Philly, um, did the same exact things, always would get his hands on the ball. I would, I would yep. say, I think he has like 40 picks. Oh, he got 50, 50, 51. Maybe 50. 50, oh, 51 fault, in 11 six. years. My fault, bro. Yeah. I, um, I shorted you eleven. My fault. Right. Um, but I don't know why his name doesn't get uh, get get talked about as one of the top um, DBs in our era because um, he he definitely was a playmaker. Um, definitely changed the game. Yeah, like like you said, man. I'm piggyback on a lot of what you said. Uh, his instincts were second to none, and I was actually one of those players. I got drafted in '09. I think his last year with uh, New England was probably '07. But uh, I was one of those players. Well, he was one of those players, number one, that I looked up to growing up. Him being from down here, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, you know, just looked up to how he uh, came into the Patriots and start making big, big, huge plays on big stages. Yeah. Um, and just watching his game. I, I had similar bill, you know, slim, slimmer bill, not a big guy who's going to get up in your face and beat you up, but more so beat you, you know, with my mind and footwork. And that's why I tried to model my game after. When they drafted me, they, they wanted me to do a lot of the things that he was doing. But I couldn't do it like him. You know what I mean? He, he was yeah, different, man. So it's definitely instincts, different. like you said, his smarts, just um being uh knowing where the ball is gonna go. And like uh we talked earlier with Weddle, um, that's one of the things that, that can help you play fast is just knowing uh ahead of time what's coming. And he did he he did that probably the best I've seen at the cornerback position. He had a five-year stretch, uh, I believe, from like oh nine or uh oh six actually, where he had like 35 picks or 30 something in like six years, five, that's six crazy. years. Crazy. So, um, five years, matter of fact. That, that's that's hard to do. That's, that's hard to do. That's, that's hard to do. A career. Yeah, yeah. So for him to do that. So, man, we got to get you on the show, man. We got to get you on the pod, bro. We got to get you on the pod. But definitely um, salute. Uh, much love, much respect to Asante, man. What he... Yeah, definitely. Uh, Hall of Famer, for sure. Oh, for sure. No question. No question. Sure. No question. Sure, we got to... Um, we got another one. Um, Berto asks, uh, what coach had the biggest impact on you and do you still stay in contact? Oh, sure. I guess I answered that one first. Um, I would say my high school coaches, honestly, um, just because I feel like that's a, that's a critical point in, in your life as, a, as an athlete, as a young man. 
um, you know, just keep because in high school, you know, as a player that's going to go to college and play ball or whatever, you know, you usually, you know, usually big shit in your high school or something. Yeah. So it's it's hard for a 16, 17, 18 year old to stay grounded, you know, and they're kind of walking around school at a big man on campus. So my high school to- coaches did a great job of just keeping everything um, in perspective, uh, always teaching me the game on and off the field. My my coach Otis Mounds was um he went on to play at Auburn, so he had a D one background. He had a, a short career in the NFL, so he had some experience there to help me out. Uh, Mike Higgins, uh, Calvin Johnson. So I would say uh, Calvin Jackson, another former NFL pro um, with the Dolphins. So um I would say my high school coach. All my coaches had a great impact on me, but my high school coaches, I would say. Yeah, I'll piggyback um, on that as well. I would say um, I would say three coaches for me. Um, two of them were my high school coaches. Uh, A.C. Kyle Thorne, he was my head coach at Denby. And then Tracy Arad, he was my defensive co- coordinator, linebackers coach um, as well in high school, man. So definitely those two. And just really, you know what I mean, just what you just said, just at, at that point of your career, that point of your life is more than – uh, football it's about you know they see you in the locker in the in the hallways in yeah. school um trying to point you in the right direction to be a young um <clears throat> a young black man uh yeah. and, and, and successful and then once i got to howard university i would say my db coach ron bolton ron bolton he uh he played at norfolk state an hbcu grad as well um he ended up going to the league as well and playing 13 years so he was really the one that really got me in my my db mode you know in high school yeah. i played linebacker so um going to howard man he really um he was the first one to really be like look uh they called me deuce deuce you can really oh you rock uh, that two in high school yeah, too yeah. no nah, I, I rock four in high school i oh, rock dude, I, I rock that too and um in college um yeah yeah so um much love to them man and and obviously as we always know man coaches have big impacts in our lives um a, a lot of times shoot, we see we see our coaches um talk to our coaches sometimes more than our parents man so having that 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 figure away from home to really steer you in the right direction is important facts big big facts yeah who the next one we got um let's see let's go e train e underscore train 32 x how did the preparation during the off season differ from early to later in your career mm, that's a uh, that's a good one i would say I, um, i'll answer this one man i would say for me um early in my career um it was more so lift and run lift and run back pedal whereas later in my career i was able to do things in my um off-season preparation to really transfer over to what i was going to do on the field you know what i'm saying um and also later in my career it wasn't so much as get big get big get big it was more so get flexible um more yoga um and just really just taking care of those little nicks and knacks um you know uh in the in in the off season where whether it was uh acupuncture whether it was needling yep. i really got big into that later in my career as well so Did you still had the cupping yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah i got big on the got big into into the cup and i would get that probably once or twice a week just depending on on what it was man so you know as you get older man you know your body don't really recover like it like it used to when you was you know first five years in the league so i really started um experimenting experimenting different things and and for me i found like my body reacted the best to um to the yoga um that was real big for me the cupping mm-hmm. was real good real big for me and um and needling was good for me as well 
Yeah. So, I mean, I piggyback on what you said. Uh, it's just as, as you get older, you just um, almost obviously you, you understand your body more and you kind of get in more of a regimen that work that works for you and that adapts over time. You know, year, you know, probably one through five, um, you know, I was spent also, you know, spending more time out, you know, being out late, partying, mm-hmm. traveling more, um, spending more money. And then later in the career, later in my career, you know, I was, you know, spending more time with the family, you know, traveling, but going on different type of vacations and stuff. And, you know, also just uh, taking care of your body, like sleeping, get more sleep, yeah. getting more stretch. And like you said, the uh, acupuncture was big for me. Uh, ART stuff, MAT stuff like that. So um, that's mm-hmm. different. And, and just knowing, hey, I want to go into this year and I want to be better at this specific thing as opposed to. I just want to be bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. You have more specific, um, you know, goals that you want to go and accomplish that year. So uh, that would be the biggest difference uh, from early to, to, to late. Mm-hmm. One more um, from Jacob underscore Peterlin. Hope I said that right. Um, asks, how do I watch film to know where the ball is going before it snaps? You want that? You, let me jump sure, you, you can get it. Um, For me, uh. It, it's certain things uh, you watch on film and, and you know, football, it's a, it's a complicated game, but it's it's simple at the same time. Um, it's only so many plays and routes and things you can run. Um, offenses have, you know, limited time to practice just like we do. So you can only change up so much. So for me, um, I would try to figure out what they're not going to do. First of all, um, depending on personnel, hey, this guy doesn't do this or um, field position down the distance okay then you factor in the tendencies and now it's splits you know you're taking in all that information you see it over and over on film whether it's cut-ups or games and then you come into the snap and it's like i don't i don't like to guess a lot like they're definitely going to do this but i like to say okay they're not doing this this and that so let me prepare for this this and that and you can anticipate things and play and figure it out and that, that's how you um you know play faster you got it you got it on the, on that on the pro level you got to be able to anticipate plays. Um, you got to be able to anticipate formation, know what's coming, and um, that's 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 the only way, in my opinion, you consistently make plays at the uh, pro level. Nah, that's it right there, bro. You um, I can't say it any better. Um, like you said, like it's um, for one, I think it comes with experience, seeing different things. But like you yep. said, when you're watching that film, um, who's in the game, um. Where is your star player aligned? Where is this person aligned? That's going to tell you a lot. Like you said, splits, yep. um, things of that nature. And then, like you said, like a game, the game of football is all about instincts. Like you can't mm-hmm. take that away. So um, you got to believe what you see. Yep. Um, and and like I said, I, everything else that you said was was spot on. Um, you know, no guessing. Uh, yeah. You got you got to like once again believe what you see. Go make a play. Um, but you know, all that work comes throughout the week. Film study um going and practice and doing what you do yeah and, and yeah you, so you that's that's i mean that's the best we can give you that and, and like what said though earlier like he was one of those guys who picked up defenses quick right mm-hmm. so if you're a player and you you got to know yourself right so you got to know if you're a player that got to spend more time understanding what you're doing because the more you got to grasp on what you and your defense is doing and trying to accomplish and the weaknesses, like what i said that's the more attention you can pay to the offense you know, exactly. say, okay, how am I getting attacked? How are they going to attack this? But you got to secure that first thing first. You can't not really be sure about what you're doing before you're going to watch film and trying to, you know, get a, get a step ahead on what the offense is doing. And then I also want to highlight something that uh, Iwato said was as far as, um, and what you just said, as far as like, you have to know what you're doing. 
So mm-hmm. if you know what you're doing, you can spend more time on the opposing offense as far as like what they do. And you can have that mindset as an offensive coordinator. What's the weakness of their defense? And yep. if you can understand that, if you understand the weaknesses, well, even the strength, even the strengths mm-hmm. and weaknesses of the defense, that takes you a long way. And one thing for me that I love about the good coordinators is that they understand that there's a weakness to every defense. Yep. So we're not out here trying to cover everything. You know, it's a weakness of the defense. Hopefully, you know, with our disguise, we can kind of hide that. Yep. And if they do find that, hey, look, you know, we got to rally to the ball. We make a play. We live to see another down. So Never see another um, down. Yeah, so that's something that I really liked about what E. Weddle said, what he spoke on, wanted to highlight that as well. Yep, for sure. We got one more. Uh, Nick Gomez, 147. I think it's from Twitter. Uh, would you rather have the mm. Legion of Boom or the, or the Broncos no-fly zone? Oh, that is tough. That is tough. That's tough. That's tough. I'm gonna go. Damn. I'm gonna go. Um. I'm gonna go Denver. I'm gonna go Denver. And it's tough to go Denver because it's tough to go either way. But I'm gonna go Denver just because I was a man to man guy for the majority of my career. And it, I I personally feel like that's tough. That's the tougher job, you know. And when they had uh, Chris Harris, Roby, uh, Key to lead, and then them pass rushers, which is key. That's key. You got them pass rushers off the edge. I'm taking that defense. That whole okay. Man to man is is tough to play, right? Absolutely. But like you said, you got that pass rush. The ball's gonna get out quick. Mm-hmm. That helps. But, but what also was tough is knowing that I'm gonna be in cover three. Uh huh. <laughs> And you yep. can't beat me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's tough. That is tough. I'm in a high school. Very. I'm I'm in a I'm in a vanilla defense. You we know got, I'm. You know what I'm being here. We got a little this and that. I mean, that's what they, they put that buzz. When they put Cam in that buzz and that buzz, Thomas in that buzz. That was ugly. It was. It was. It was. But you knew what they were going to be in. That's a fact. You, you, you knew. You knew if it was an over route, either him or the other that other linebacker was gonna catch that over route. Yeah, uh, Earl's gonna lean away. Like you knew, Sherm was gonna be on the, the offense right, offensive right. He gonna play that deep third, playing that third. Yeah. So that's, that's tough. tough. That's, that's tough. tough. <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough. tough. Both both good, great defenses, man. That all all-time secondaries, great, yeah. all time great secondaries, man. You went Denver. I just go Legion of Boom just cause. You know what I mean? Can't but go wrong with you. Either. Can't go wrong. Yeah. 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 Hey, man. Appreciate y'all, though, man. Y'all keep bringing in them questions, man. Definitely some great questions, man. That's our second episode of a uh, man-to-man Q&A. So. Yes, sir. Tell somebody. Whoever you know, tell them. Check us out, man. Been loving the support, loving the feedback. Uh, we enjoying it, man. So uh, thank you for listening. Nah, for sure, man. We out. We out. <laughs>